0: You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell completes his series on feeding your potential. In this final part, Linnell shares how he feeds his potential. Let's join the conversation.
1: So, tonight, I'm going to take a more personal, well, share, I guess, in a way, more personally on what I do to feed my own potential. So, I shared two weeks ago, the concept of tug and how we often are confined in our minds and because of how we think that is what overwhelmingly confines us and holds us back from being able to truly go after what is possible in our lives as well as reach our full potential. So I talked about that, but tonight I want to, I want to take a share with you all a more personal view of how I feed my own potential. And so there are a number of self-awareness questions that I ask myself on a routine basis. And I I ask these questions. I could be brushing my teeth in the mirror or in the shower or driving into work, and I'll turn off the radio and I'll just, I'll spend time with myself asking these questions and of these questions The one I find the most challenging to answer is always, am I reaching my full potential? So, Linnell Harris, at the age of 38 now, 39 next week, am I reaching my full potential? Am I truly measuring up to the reason I've been put on this planet? And that's always the most difficult question to answer. And the reason I find this question difficult to answer is because I can ask this question of myself to address specific areas of my life and always get a different answer. So for instance, today I ask this question of myself in a few different ways. And here's what I ask. I mean so the first question is Am I reaching my full potential period right very broad very broadly but then i began to ask myself that question and break it down and as i share these questions i would definitely say you know write these questions down and how they might relate to you okay uh, because these are questions that you can ask yourself and i'm i'm sharing with you all kind of my process so the next question i always ask is Am I reaching my full potential as a man? And so if you're a woman, are you reaching your full potential as a woman? So am I reaching my full potential as a man? And I'll sit and I'll think about that. Often what comes to mind is my overall well-being and how I represent what manhood is. So I, I think about that in a number of different ways. Um, Who am I helping? Who am I lifting up? You know, am I being the example of what a man should be or what a black man should be? And the next question I ask myself is, am I reaching my potential as a leader? Am I reaching my potential as a leader? And so, you know, I lead in a number of different capacities. And so am I reaching my full potential in all of those areas? The next question I ask myself is, am I reaching my full potential as a son? As a son to my father and my mother, am I reaching that full potential? And then am I reaching that full potential as a brother? You know, to my siblings, I am blessed to come from a large family. I'm the oldest of six. So two boys, three girls, Well, three boys, three girls. I'm one of the boys, so I have two brothers. But am I reaching my full potential as a brother? And then am I reaching my full potential as a husband? You know, so am I being the type of husband that Pam needs, that Pam wants, that Pam desires? And then am I reaching my full potential as a coach? So part of what I do is I I coach. And so am I truly reaching my full potential as a coach? And as you can see, basically what I'm doing is I'm asking the same question different ways because each of those questions can yield a, a plethora of different answers. And to add to the complexity of these questions, I also find myself wondering about and debating my answers you know, So let's go back to, am I reaching my potential as a leader? And there have been times when I feel pretty good about that. And then there are other times where I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just not stepping up to the plate the way I should be. I'm not practicing leadership the way I know how. I'm not utilizing my resources the way I should. I'm not delegating. I'm not, I'm not getting supported the way a leader should. I'm not taking care of myself the way a leader should take care of themselves. One of the tools that I have as a coach is something called the Leader Care Checklist. And so when I'm working with a client who's a leader, and often what happens with leaders is we, we come up against not just our regular life, right? So if you're a, a husband, uh, I'm a father, all those things. Like So that's a different capacity of leadership, right? But then in the workplace, Or even in the community, what happens often is leaders find themselves having a number of competing priorities, and within those competing priorities, the person that loses is them. They're not taking care of themselves. And so when I'm asking that question, I'm not just looking at what I'm producing and the type of leadership that I'm exhibiting, but I'm also looking at how am I leading myself? Am I taking care of my well-being? Am I getting the sleep I need? Am I, am I working out? Am I doing the things that I know I need to do to truly show up as a powerful leader? So it's interesting. Let's, if we talk about President Obama, if you all remember, when he first came into the White House, his first term, one of the things that was a big deal was the fact that he smoked cigarettes. And you might say, well, it's his prerogative. Why does it matter if he smokes cigarettes like that's up to him? But the reason it mattered is because this man's well-being. His well-being or the lack thereof could potentially put the United States at risk or. We could be lacking his leadership if he is not properly taken care of himself and properly taken care of. So it can be considered a, a matter of national security, right? You might say, well, Linnell, that's too big of a deal. That's how they hold it. That's one of the reasons why it was a big deal and one of the reasons why you saw him stop, um, or at least we, we don't see it anymore. But either way, how am I reaching my potential as a leader has a whole lot to do with how I'm taking care of myself. As a matter of fact, you can go through all of these questions and your ability To reach your full potential starts with you. Starts with how you take care of your own well-being. And if you're not taking care of your well-being, that means you're not reaching your potential. And what's crazy about that is there are a number of people who are wildly successful who don't take care of their well-being. And imagine if they were showing up 100% taken care of what they would be able to produce. If we're talking about full potential, are you living to your full potential in this life? You know, it becomes scary when you think like, wow, Hey, here it is. You may be successful, but you're not taking care of yourself. And if you were taking care of yourself, then that's just so much more that you could possibly produce. And, so much more room to max out in regards to your own personal potential. So I ask these questions. All of this is for the purpose of gaining clarity about one major question. And that question for me is, what could a more developed, well-rounded Linnell Harris be and achieve in all the different roles that he plays in life and yes i change persons okay but for a reason because you can stick your name in there right what could a more developed well-rounded linnell harris be, or zach zach is in the studio zach hughes what could a more developed well-rounded Zach being achieved in all the different roles that he plays in life. Like we all can stick our names in there and get really curious about the potential. And if you think of the same question from the vantage point of who you could be and what you could achieve, it's a big question, right? It's a very big question and if we can just when you're asking yourself that question if you could just begin to see a glimpse of what is truly possible i believe that many of us like that would be all the encouragement we needed to press the gas just that much harder to get where we know we can go it might actually scare you might scare you till you get stuck (laughs) Might freeze you up, what you could actually achieve at your full potential. And here's the deal the truth and reality of potential is the same for all of us. Like, there's, I don't believe that there is anyone who has breath in their lungs who does not have potential, who has messed up things so bad, there's no up for them. They're so deep in a hole that there's no climbing out. I I don't believe that. I, I believe that as long as we have breath in our lungs, that we can reach our potential. So just because I may be in a bad situation doesn't mean that whatever I have for me in this life, I cannot get. It doesn't mean that at all. Now, on the other hand, just because I have the potential doesn't mean that I will reach that potential. So let's make this personal again. Like there are certain things at this point in my life that I realize I have the potential to create, to do. Like I have the capacity. I have the knowledge Like, I can go out and create these things. Like, this is clearly my potential. Like, I can see it. But just because I can see it and what I'm seeing feels tangible, like I can feel it, I can touch it, it does not mean that I'm automatically guaranteed to reach it. And I I think that's an important point as we talk about how we feed potential. Because Just because you have the potential doesn't mean that you're going to make it or that you're going to do it. I shared a few weeks ago the quote from Miles Monroe that, well, I didn't share the quote, but the, the concept that many, many people go to the grave with songs, with books, with all types of creative endeavors inside of them that we will never see. Because they did not reach their full potential. So what does potential really mean then? Like what does potential really mean? And I believe potential simply means what's possible as opposed to the actual. And I'll say that again. I believe that potential simply means what's possible as opposed to the actual. So the actual is where we are right now, where you are. So if you're sitting on your couch listening to the radio, this is the actual. Everything that you have created to this point is your actuality. If we were to talk about actuality, part of the beauty of being self-actualized is that you actually understand and completely know how you got where you are right now. So, if you're not where you want to be, you actually know why. And by the way, if you think it's somebody else's fault, you're not self-actualized. Period. You're just not. Because nothing about where you are in this moment has anything to do with anybody But you are there influences? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you are the master of your fate, you are the captain of your ship. So, potential means what's possible as opposed to the actual. Okay. So, let's say right now your health isn't that good. That's the actual. Okay. And What's possible is to be fully strong again, to be 100%, to be able to move under your own strength and to be able to have the full vitality of life. That's what's possible. So actual, not 100%, full possibility, 100%. That is what reaching your potential or being at where you actually are versus your potential. So our potential is what or who we are capable of being or becoming. That is our potential. Okay, I'll say it again. Our potential is what or who We are capable of being or becoming. Now, I just talked about self-actualization, okay, which is really knowing yourself, like to the point where even if you don't like it, you know it. So for instance, I'll share something about me that I know. I know that I self-sabotage, and this is... This is a really good place, probably, to insert this. So last week, as you guys know, I uh, I work as a leader with an organization that trains aspiring life coaches. And last week, we had the training session, Saturday, Sunday. And this particular weekend, we name it Time and Integrity. And one of the things that we talk about is how we step sabotage. And so in preparation... For the weekend, I work with the leaders to have all of us create all the things that were out of integrity in our lives, as well as how we self-sabotage. And so I made a list of seven ways I self-sabotage myself. And I'll I'll share some of them with you. So because this is when you talk about being self-actualized, it gets to the point like you actually know how you get in your own way and how you wreak havoc on your own potential okay? One of the things that I have is busyness. That is how I self-sabotage and you might say, well what's wrong with being busy? It's good to be up to a lot of stuff. well, not always. if it's not aligned with my goals and what I find sometimes is I'm off doing little things and it's not aligned with my goals. All my goals are written down. I mean I have full projects for these goals. I mean, they're very clearly written to the point where I have action plans for every month. And so if I'm not busy doing that, but I'm busy doing something else, that's self-sabotage. And that's how I get in my own way. One of the other things on my list is lack of urgency on my stuff. So here it is. I have a deadline for myself. OK, one of the things I've been working on is uh, my book. And I have a deadline for the book. And that deadline is not as important as every other deadline I'm given, right? So I I can be given deadlines uh, in my professional world. I could be given deadlines in other places. And I'm doing all I can to meet those deadlines. But when it comes to Linnell's deadlines for himself, uh, there's a lack of urgency on my stuff. Again, how I self-sabotage. So I would encourage each of you If you don't already know how you sabotage yourself to really sit back and think about it. I got seven things here and I'm sure there's more than seven. Another way I self-sabotage is cleaning up, cleaning up the house. You might say, well, Lanell, it's good to have a clean house. Yeah, but what if I should be writing down, I should be sitting down and writing versus, oh man, I got to get those three glasses out of the sink into the dishwasher. And I'm sharing this because these are all the things that we do to tell ourselves the story that we don't have enough time. One of the other things is not saying no. It's funny. I met a guy today, actually talked to him on the phone a couple of times. Uh, So my sister had her baby shower today and, uh, her fiance introduced me to a gentleman and he wanted me to come out and speak at this college to a group of young people and it was right before my wedding and I had to say no. I felt so bad because, you know, I want to help. And so I saw him today and I could tell when I saw him, he introduced himself like, yeah, man, you know, you were supposed to come out. And I was trying to explain like, oh, yeah, man. And I spent probably five minutes trying to explain why I didn't come. The man knew why I didn't come, but I have a hard time saying no sometimes. And here it is. One of my projects was to create a beautiful wedding that was a full expression of Pam and I's love. And that's what I was committed to. Like, that was that was the goal. And so I had to say no. And actually, you know, I was working with Pam and my coach. They both helped me say no. Because of, of myself, I probably wouldn't have. So that's what I mean. Like, how are you self-sabotaging? And how is that getting in the way of your potential the last thing I, I share was uh, the out of integrity list and I've talked about, I talked about integrity before so as a reminder in ontology or an ontological coaching, integrity is the summation of three things your speaking, your actions and your intentions all aligned. That is when you are in integrity. Nobody else can tell you whether you're in integrity or out of integrity. Perfect case and example, you know, the British government would have told Mahatma Gandhi that he was out of integrity for doing what he did. From from the outside looking in, from them looking at their rules the way they want their rules to be observed, they would have said you're out of integrity. However, Mahatma Gandhi was in full integrity with himself because the speaking, his actions and his intentions were all aligned. Same thing with Martin Luther King Jr. and we can go down a list of different people who did things that could be questioned by the law. It was David Henry Thoreau who wrote civil disobedience. So doing things that can be questioned by the law but we're acting out of personal integrity, okay? Integrity again is your speaking your intentions, and your actions all aligned. That is integrity. So what are the things that are out of integrity? So I talked about my book. One of the things that's out of integrity is my book. Um, And then there's some other things. My, My stand to be a leader everywhere all the time is out of integrity. I don't always show up as a leader. There are times I don't feel like being a leader. I'd rather sit in the back of the room and listen. And somebody says, Linnell, you have anything to say? I'm like, I don't want to say anything. Not today. Right? And my intention is to be leader everywhere all the time. So that's what I mean. So where are the places that you may be out of integrity? And write these things down because these are the things that are getting in the way of you reaching your full potential. Your full potential on the planet. And I'm pushing this towards us, towards you, towards me, because often we're very, very quick to point out people who didn't reach their personal potential. For instance, uh, you know, for the guys, you know, you talk about LeBron James, like we all say, man, LeBron James is not reaching his personal potential. This guy is a beast. He has all the natural talent. But mentally, he doesn't have what it takes to take it all to the next level, to win championship after championship after championship. So he's not reaching his potential. It's very easy for us to point at him and say, you're not reaching your personal potential. What about you? What about you in your life, at your job, in your marriage, with your children? Are you reaching your personal potential in those areas because often you know we'll we'll push it we'll, we'll look at somebody else it's it's so much fun to talk about that i mean it's so much fun to be a a monday morning quarterback and talk about all the things that should have been done and the ways that other people can reach their potential but when it comes to us are we taking the same amount of time and are we engaging people in the same type of conversations that we're so willing to have about someone else? When was the last time you asked someone, hey, what do you see is is possible for me? What what do you think I could potentially do? And then actually listen to them without stopping them, no, 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 I can do that. Or no, 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 that's that's not what I want to do. Just listen. And ask them why. Well, why do you why do you think I could do that? What what makes you believe that? I have that in me because often people can see our highest and best in us much, much faster and much clearer than we can see it in ourselves. So we all know people who didn't reach their potential. We all know them. And while that can be a much more attractive focal point, most of us have yet to reach our own Personal potential. So how is that coming along? You know, I'll I'll be honest with you guys tonight. I'm not reaching my potential yet. Like there, there are plenty of things that I need to work on. There are certain things I can hang my hat on right now and say, well, you know, Linnell, you know, to be 38 years old, that's pretty good. And say, well, that's it. But it's not okay if it's not my potential. I will be out of my out of personal integrity with myself if I did that? And so for even those of us who are successful and maybe more successful than we anticipated at this point in our lives, what else are you supposed to be doing? What's the next step? How do you take it to the next level? For those of us who maybe feel down on our luck, how do you stand up? How do you get up? And really begin to reach your overall personal potential. Just because I have the potential. Doesn't mean I will reach that potential. And just because you have the potential. Doesn't mean that you will reach your potential. So how can we ensure. That we reach our individual potential. Well to answer that question you will have to get very clear on the answer of two more fundamental questions about your potential the first question do you know directionally what your potential and possibility is like do you know and if you don't know then you need to reach out to me because one of the things i can do is either one have a conversation for possibility with you personally or connect you with another reputable coach that can. And here's the crazy part about it. Most coaches will do this one session for free. Like most of them will get you present to your possibility for free. So take it on. Do you know directionally what your potential and possibility is? Do you know? There is nothing more valuable than getting 100% clear on what's possible in your life. And if it took you a whole 24 hours to figure it out, it's the best 24 hours you ever spent. And the funny thing is, if you call me, I will tell you all it takes is an hour. Not even that. Not even that. You got a good coach. I, I work with you. We will have your possibility for your life figured out probably in 30 minutes. Now, so that's the first piece. Now, there are workshops I can I can tell you about that take four hours, all those kind of things. Again, You know, if it took you a week to figure out your own personal possibility, it's still time that is well invested. So that's the first question. Do you directionally know what your potential and possibility is? Question number two. What is your plan to overcome the distance between where you are now, the actual and the potential? What is possible for your life? I'll say it again. What is your plan to overcome the distance between where you are now, this is your actual, and the potential, that's what is possible for your life? What's your plan? Because it's one thing to get real clear on possibility, it's another thing to have a plan. And you might say, well, oh, that's why you want to have a possibility conversation, because then you say, I I got a coach to get the plan. Well... Here's the thing. I talked about our own personal well-being. If you're going to invest money, or if you're going to make a bet, who else would you bet on but yourself?
0: This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois on WVON 1690 AM, The Talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page and like the page. Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.